Hello, welcome to the Stubborn Tortoise podcast. I'm Donna Pazdera. Um, I'm sitting here with no makeup on and um, yeah, what can I say? I uh, just, It's Monday morning and um, I just realized that I needed to record the opening um, of the podcast because um, I didn't do it uh, when I uh, spoke with uh, Hundo yesterday. So here, here I am. Um, but yes, this is a Paz and Hundo episode, and we talk about our favorite things in terms of um, staying dry, cool, protected, um, comfortable um, in the heat, because thank God it's coming, it's coming. Um, yeah, the weather here is finally broken, and I'm pretty happy about that. And um, also, I just want to let you know that you are looking at the advisor for the best student magazine in the state of Texas. So um, yes, uh, El Espejo, the magazine uh, produced by students, my students, um, at Texas A&M San Antonio, um, won overall best magazine uh, on Saturday morning. Um, it was a, and what's, I guess what's really cool about this award, um, the fact that we won, um, is that we are competing against like the big names in college journalism, such as Baylor and UNT and UT and you know, you name it, and um, UTRGV, which is my old school um, that actually took first place last year. So um, it was kind of a sweet moment, and um, and I was definitely very animated and excited as I literally ran to the podium to grab the award um, because I did not have any of my um, former staff members um, in attendance at this thing because they'd all graduated so somebody had to go grab it and uh, so I was and everybody's looking at me and I'm like okay I guess I have to go get this don't I um, but yeah so it's it's very exciting and we are a very small program and so in a very young program and so I think it's pretty important and and says something about you know the caliber of our journalism program at um, A&M San Antonio so um, I think all told Jaguar student media took home 40 awards um, this weekend. So that's pretty amazing. And uh, so many congratulations to all of our students and uh, you know the people who competed in, in, in <clears throat> on-site contests and took home some pretty nice awards as well. So um, yeah, it, it's kind of fun. These, these uh, contests are sort of like, um, it's like a UIL meet. I don't know if, I don't know if people in other parts of the country have UIL. I'm not even sure what it stands for or something, but it's like a, it's like in high schools, they have like these, you know, you can compete in debate, science, math, journalism, you know, et cetera. And, um, and this is basically just with all uh, journalism kids uh, across the state of Texas. And we all converge, you know, for a uh, several days. Uh, this was up in Fort Worth, and uh, yes, we all converge up there. And uh, well, I flew in on Friday because uh, I'm important like that. Just kidding. Um, but yeah, so we, uh, yeah, so everybody goes up there and they, you know, compete in live contests and they go to workshops and they socialize and network and all that stuff. So it's it's really cool. I mean, it's kind of a geek fest, <laughs> and it's so funny when when the awards banquet. Uh, happens on Saturday morning, you know, we had these big tables of, you know, we, I think we took up three tables for our entourage and um, we, uh, you know, and, and so whenever a particular school won, you know, their group would be like, Whoa! you know, and it was just hilarious, you know, and of course I was right there with them, you know, pumping my fist in the air, standing up and screaming. 
<laughs> you would think that I actually won something. And I mean, but it's just that exciting when you see your own students um, who, again, you know, they, many of these kids are first generation college students. Um, they are, um, you know, oftentimes working at least one job. Um, sometimes they have families of their own. So we're a little non traditional uh, in that way. Um, and to see people, I hate to say that they have some odds against them, but I mean, compared to students at some of the bigger schools and, um, uh, you know, with, with certainly more people and more resources. And, and, and I'm comparing this to my experience when I taught at University of Florida, and this is no knock against those guys, but most of those students that I taught up there were on scholarship um, and most of them didn't work, you know, so <laughs> like, very different lifestyle and so to see a bunch of commuter students basically um pull this off um i think this says a lot about them and i think they're gonna this definitely is giving them some skills um for when they do graduate and they're going to be the ones that the you know employers want because they know how to multitask they know how to meet deadlines they not to say that the other ones don't but i think that because my students um overcome some odds that other students don't have, um, I think that's going to be uh, an advantage for them. So uh, again, it's very exciting. And sorry, I just had to jump on my soapbox about that. <laughs> anyway, um, I'll shut up now. Uh, here's, a, here's Paz and Hundo. We are recording. It's Paz and Hundo in the house live once more with my good friend, Donna Pazdera, on the Stubborn Tortoise. That's right, the Stubborn Tortoise. Uh, and also, I just have to throw out for the um, immediate, you know, gratification, I don't know what that is, but you were looking at the advisor for the best student magazine in the state of Texas. Oh, big major award. That was amazing. Uh, congrats. I I almost, I, that, I almost every, crying yesterday. Every year you stress on that magazine every year. And every I remember semester. Like, it's not even like, every year. That's it's right, because like, you, you have classes on fall and spring. But yeah. I remember way back, what, four years ago that you started there? And you yeah. were looking for a name for the <laughs> magazine, right? And you had several choices. And El Espejo really, you said that. That was my that, idea. That, that, that's got to be the one right there because that's yeah, perfect, I, perfect I, for our culture, for the kids, for where yeah. we're from, South Texas. Yeah. Yeah. So one kudos, of a reflection. Yes. Kudos to you and, and your staff. and the Mainly students. my staff. I mean, I'm proud. I mean, I just, you know, as I told somebody earlier, it's like, I just kind of like throw the car keys to the students and just let them drive. And I sit in the back seat and I'll yell at them if they're like doing something bad. <laughs> but right. most of the time I, I want them to be, you know, kind of, um, you know, uh, you know, being daring and, 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 you know, I mean, God, they're college students for heaven's sake. So just go out there and, you know, push the envelope for heaven's sake. So right. anyway, so yeah, so that was yesterday and yeah, I was an embarrassing freak of nature. <laughs> Not really, but, <laughs> no, but well, I, somebody, somebody caught me actually running up to gather the award. Uh, you need to mix in that video with your podcast with your YouTube actually, channel. Actually, that's a good idea. You gotta mix that in. That's great. Great that stuff. Out. Great stuff. A pure emotion. It was, it was the, hilarious. The release of all that. Like, 
crying, running, and yeah, that was good. Yeah, I mean, this is not the first time that a magazine that I've advised has won best in the state of Texas. I just need you all to know that. Throw uh, that in there subtly. Yeah, no. Um, when I was advising Panorama at UT um, Pan American bleh, um, back in 2006, I think it was. It was my first year as advisor. Um, we, I had an editor in chief who decided to quit two days before he finished um, production because she needed to concentrate on graduating. And so I'm just like, oh my God. Four days before we completed production, no one had designed anything. And so I'm on the phone yelling expletives into the phone to each of the designers, like, where are you? Let's do something, you know, and blah, blah, blah. Well, anyway, and I broke out in hives. I was crying. I was just hysterical. It was, it was a nightmare. Fast forward a couple of months and, uh, I'm sitting there at the same conference that I was at yesterday. I mean, only a different year, but, um, and Panorama it won best in the state of Texas and I sat there and cried I mean it was it felt like vindication it was just so incredible so I mean I know contests are very subjective and so I try not to put too much weight into them but nonetheless I was just kind of like oh my god this is so amazing like, like I always say somebody's gonna win might as well be us exactly no exactly and Altogether, I, I know this is not about running, but we're, we're getting there. Um, Jaguar Student Media, which is AM San Antonio, are three outlet, three outlets. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> <are> three outlets. <laughs> anyway. All three of them. <laughs> you know, I, I do not want to do the white power sign. Uh, anyway, our three outlets took home. 40 awards yesterday, which is pretty gosh darn amazing. We are a very small program in the, and we're a very new program. And we've only been around for probably, you know, 10 years or less. And, you know, we are in a division five as they call it, uh, which is like a lot smaller schools than where I came from. And, uh, but for general magazine, we, um, uh, you're all lumped in together. And so to, to beat out the bigs like Baylor and UNT and so some you're playing other, with the big boys, playing with the big boys. Exactly. Yeah. And for that to win, yeah. Oh my God. I was just like, it's huge. It's huge. And I felt really, really good about that issue. And last year we came in third. So I felt like that's, you know, we're making progress. And uh, it's funny because my former employer took first place last year. Mm. This year. Boom. Anyway, but I was still I was still clapping for them yesterday at the awards ceremony because I I feel like I am uh, I'm kind of of two worlds, you know, because it's like I, I still feel like this part of the Rio Grande Valley. And then I also feel like, you know, I'm part of San Antonio. And so I know it's hard for people to imagine, but it's like even in running or, you know, academically or, you know, whatever, it's it's hard. You know, I don't want to anyway, shut up, Donna. Anyway, hey, so <laughs> <laughs> well so that is a good segue though because you know you you're tying yourself into two worlds but through running i have known you in those two worlds so it all circles around you know it's a it's a small world and and so we get to 
sharing our both our successes, not just in running, but in our regular routine out there in, in you know the real world. But yeah, yeah it all yeah. goes back to running and, and relieving our stresses from work in the running, on the trails, on the roads. And then so now as you're like me celebrating a major, major, major accomplishment that comes back to now it's getting hot outside and what are we going to do about running in the heat because i love it oh my god i love the heat for now until it's like september and we're like can it get cold again Mm. but yeah so i really don't care about that anymore yeah so what what shall we discuss about running in the heat yeah so Yeah. So finally this week we got into the eighties and it's kind of staying there. And so I think we've finally gotten out of the freezing our faces off, you know, cold, (laughs) which which I was feeling, you know, what, like three short weeks ago up in Kerrville or not, not in Kerrville, uh, Camp Eagle, you know? And, um, yeah, so, so I've got some ideas, you know, because yeah, running in the heat is really challenging. And so I've got some visual aids I was going to share. Um, one, thing, one thing I love, I know, I, I need sponsors also, Waterloo water. There it is. I was wondering if you're going to bust out that grapefruit Waterloo can. There it I is. I love it so much. It's the best. I drink way too many of these, but it's good. Better that than, you know, I don't know what, but, you know, it's great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I think they're based in Austin and I really need to get in touch with them about being a sponsor because I, yes, feel, please, water I think that would be very valuable. So anyway, so there's that, uh, but don't put now, that Donna, in. Is it sparkling water? What is it? It's sparkling water and it's okay. infused with grapefruit flavor. So I think it's more of like when you come back to your drop bag and you can guzzle something, I would not put this in your back back your your pack or anything like pack. that yeah right because yeah. I, I think the carbonation would probably even if it falls flat it would probably taste terrible but <laughs> as evidenced by my bedside i've got like you know a half dozen cans of this stuff sitting you know empty <laughs> cans of this sitting by my bedside because i drink it however i will want to give you a uh, i do god english please press one for english anyway i want to give you guys a um I discovered this about a year or so ago. I don't know if anybody can see this, but it's Is that super goop, super goop, unseen, unseen sun, sunscreen. Yes. And this is a wonderful sunscreen ladies. For those of you who care, it, it comes out clean or it's clear. Okay. And you can put it on your skin. <laughs> Here's the great thing. And it would act as a primer oh for makeup i know boys don't care about this as much but it's a spf 40 and it does not irritate my eyes which is very important because well as you can tell right now i've got allergy eyes so i look like uh, you know um but i've been using this for about a year or so and i love unseen sunscreen um you can get this sephora my cracked in uh <laughs> sounds like a good little mother's day gift for my wife there there you go yeah kathy would love this recording this right you might have to edit that out (laughs) and uh yeah so i mean yeah they also make one that's got like some shimmer to it but i don't like that one as much i just like the clear so just as an fyi um uh 
So do you use that for your body as well or just the face? You could, but I mainly use it for my face. Okay. Like for body, I just use, you know, just like, um, and I don't have it handy, but, um, you know, like something by Neutrogena or, you know, somebody, you know, the, you know something you get at a drugstore. This you have to get it like a, right, that's probably a little more high-end like Ulta or, you know, um, Sephora or online, um, Amazon. Uh, we just use uh, either Copper Tone or one of those that has like 110 SPF because, you know, down right. here in South Texas, that some will kill you in about 20 minutes. So oh, yeah, we, we use that uh, sweat proof, right? Copper tone and yeah. whatever the this biggest thing you can find. I like this because it doesn't irritate my eyes because I've had a lot of problems because I wear contacts and then it's like, you know, I start sweating and it gets in my contacts and I'm like, I can't see, you know? And so, yeah, but, normally, um, and this goes with running in the heat is wearing a cap or something. Yes. Head sweat. Cover the low profile here. But, um, I usually wear a bandana in the evenings and the other day I didn't wear anything. And so that sweat got into my contacts, into my eyes and like a mile out, I'm like, I can't see anymore. The sweat's in my eye. Yeah. Yeah. That's a drag. Yeah. So, I mean, think about that. Um, I do not have trail toes handy. Um, but I did discover today, uh, I did my little six mile run and, um, I kind of felt like I chafed a little Normally in the winter, I don't chafe, but in the summer, because, okay, you were talking to or looking at two of the biggest sweaters you're ever going to find, okay? <laughs> we don't mean the kind of sweater you put on in the wintertime. No, no, no. A no. Person sweat profusely. Like it's our job, okay? Yeah, so it, it's it's crazy. So, um, so we know what we're talking about here. We're not like these little dainty people that, you know, oh, my hair, just, you know, I'm like, you know, I come in and I look like, you know, two miles and I look like I fell in a river. Okay. So yeah. Yep. And Orly and I, I, in fact, probably the, the photo I'm going to use is the one of us squeezing out the sweat, out of, out, the sweat out of my sock. We've done that in a couple of places. We did that in your almost marathon run on second street. We took a picture of me oh, yeah. doing that. And then we have one. I know I have it somewhere at Benton State Park. That's the one I'm thinking about. Norma yeah. was with us, and I'm and I'm Norma's there like the sock guy. And Norma's like, "What the <laughs> hell is that?" Yeah, I know. that was hilarious. I know. <laughs> Thank God for Chris for taking that photo. So yes, probably gonna be the cover art. So anyway, that's that's, that's great. Ugh, great. Yeah, so we're 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 pretty gross. Yeah, I mean, once you start feeling your socks squishing in your shoes. I have not found a pair of socks, to be honest, that can can handle an entire run for me um, that goes over 10 miles. Um, I don't know about you, but... Donna, I think we need some of your, your audience members that can give us some options because I've tried them all, man. Same. I've tried them all and no matter what, I can't, I can't find the sock. Nope. I mean, I've got some that I like. I mean, I like dry, um, not dry max, Jesus. Um, smart wool. I love smart wool. Uh, those are good. Um, I like in gingy a lot. I mean, those don't get too soggy, um, you know, cause they're made of wool, um, which sounds weird, you know, wearing those in the summer, you're like, why would you wear wool? Ooh, you know, but, yeah, but it actually kind of works out. Okay. Um, yeah. but yeah, I just, yeah, I've tried these Drymax. I've tried, you know, Swiftwick. 
Uh, and again, this isn't to knock those brands, but it's like, I'm, or Belega, you know, I'm like, nope, nope, nope. They can't stand up to my sweating. <laughs> right. So, I mean, right now I'm running with Belega. I'm running with uh, uh, Darn Tough out of Vermont. Yeah, those are good. Those, and I use those in the 100 milers. They, they do pretty well in the cold uh, and, you know, moderate temperatures, but like you said, post 10 miles or 18 or 10 miles in the heat and humidity of deep South Texas, when my socks are, my, my shoes are squishing. You just like need a new pair. Yeah. I, yeah. It's like, just change them out. Like find a place where you can loop it. And then just after five or six miles, you start feeling them. They're socked. They're soaked. Switch them out. Yep. I agree. I agree. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's a challenge. I mean, it's, <laughs> somebody needs to sponsor us or give us like, you know, stuff to test drive or some test run um you know yeah. because i think you know we'd be great candidates for that sort of thing but i mean and we both used exoskin as well i think you use those too mm -hmm. yeah i like those a lot too yeah those I are nice swift wick uh saucony yeah. has an, an, a little sock that we use too yeah they're know. okay yeah and they're okay uh, but again deep into the mileage the Injinji's, I, I, th I think the Injinji kind of woolly ones, you know, um, those actually work pretty well on those summer races, like when we do the 30Ks or whatever. Um, you know, I found those to be less, you know, um, soggy when I get done or I don't need to change out my socks when I get done. Um, you know, so there's that. Um, uh, the other thing I was going to suggest for, for anybody is, see, I've got visual aids because I've talked about this for a while, um, Janji, okay? Janji makes these insanely light um, singlets. Um, Show us the label. J-A-N-J-I. Yeah, and, they, and a, part of the proceeds go toward providing water for people around the world. Um, and, uh, and I wear a size small just in case anyone cares, um, you know, and I'm not like a, 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 you know, an especially big person, but, you know, just small. I like these because they don't stick to your skin. Like uh. I love, I love rabbit and I love some of the other brands, but I have to say sometimes when you get really sweaty and I'm very self-conscious about my body. So, uh, cause I do not well, have me too. That's why I don't, I don't typically wear, um, uh running tanks right yeah I, well, I would recommend that for you because i think you'd like it because it fits a little looser because the problem i have with with most uh brands is that they cling and so right. i get very self-conscious about my stomach because i do not have an ironing board flat stomach uh hello glide scale <laughs> over here the, the husky runner quote unquote and then, exactly. and, then I got, and then all this hair that was up here is now here here and here <laughs> and here so if i wear a singlet i got hair sticking out the top sticking out of here sticking <laughs> out of here and if i wear like you're saying it's a, like a skin tighter one and it's light and colorful now you see all the fur through the shirt so i can't wear that stuff donna i'm always wearing dark and tank you know normal sleeve shirts because of that yeah yeah it's crazy um you, you don't want to see sasquatch out there on the trail it get people get scared <laughs> they're gonna be who's that bear I'm like, there's a bear <laughs> hang on real quick i'm gonna try to share that um yeah i'm gonna try to stop it i'm gonna try to share this uh 
screen with people in case they are watching this on um, YouTube. On YouTube? Yeah, YouTube. Yeah. All right, so ah. there it is. Yeah, there it is. And then like like the women's, what's the thing I like? Uh, tops. Tops, where is it? Oh, there it is. Hey, hey. Hey, ho, ho. I think it's called the APO. Uh, or AFO, I think that's what it's called. Well, they got some styling colors. And they do. They're really nice. Well, there's a the thing about these guys is they um, they tend to um, like their inventory is like limited. So you know you may have to. But yeah, there's something called AFO. I don't know. But anyway, it's that very light, you know, um, fabric that I absolutely love. And my I actually inherited a couple of these from my sister. And I was like, oh my God, I've got to have these. So, um, you know, they're not cheap, but they're, I don't know, the way I look at it, it's like, okay, if you're going to be doing this stuff for any length of time, then, you know, invest in it. So invest in it. Yeah. Especially yeah. if you know, uh, like us, we sweat a lot. So we're really looking. Well, for and again, the quality. fit is really nice. Again, you know, fit, fit, high quality, hides the bulges a little bit. <laughs> exactly. And, uh, and it's just, and, and it's light. Right. And that and that's actually one of the points I have here is wearing lightweight clothing, especially yes. when you sweat a lot because you're going to I mean, it's not like you're, you know, gaining three pounds. It's already in your body. Right. So but right. just that feeling of a heavy fabric that's full of sweat just doesn't feel well. Oh, no, you just feel like you're running with a rug, you know. <laughs> yeah. So you want to have something lighter, lightweight. Okay, the other thing I've got, and I've not tried this yet because my sister gave this to me about a year or so ago, is a towel. A cool towel. Yeah, a cool towel. And you can dip this in ice water and, you know, wrap it around your neck where you could maybe even, you know, use it as, oh, shoot. Well, yeah, blindfold you, yourself. Use it as a blindfold, but you could also, <laughs> you could also use, it as, <laughs> use it as a head wrap, maybe. Um, yeah. Or, pageant sash there you go <laughs> but, but you know what donna that would work great for example at the uh captain carl's what's, what's that one in reveille peak in april or like oh um pandora's pandora's boxer rocks because you get to the top of that granite dome and it seems like it's always hot that day and if you have that mission cool towel right yeah and right and before you head up yeah, right before you head up, they'll have a aid station right there, and they'll usually have like ice and ice water. Dunk that thing there and take it with you. So when you get up on top and super hot, you have something to cool yourself with. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, that and any of the Captain Carl summer races, you know, because that's, you know. Also, if you don't have one of these cooling towels, the other thing I definitely recommend um, is to wear a cap and fill it with ice. I know it sounds horrible. And it's going to hurt a little bit at the beginning, but throw it on your head. Oh my God, it's going to feel so good. Throw it, ladies. I had Dale Cougat. He threw ice down my sports bra one year. <laughs> <laughs> that feels pretty good, ladies. Uh, not. You can also put it down the backside, down, mm -hmm. down in the crack. You open them shorts and. Dump it in there and it'll cool. There is my that, but okay, I'll take your word on that. Um. Yeah, but that, uh, <laughs> you know, in my first ever marathon in Edinburgh. Oh, Jesus, that thing. Uh, the Fiesta, it was called back then. It Fiasco, was a, yeah. 13 and a half. 
loop that you did twice and it was literally 98 oh. or 97. Oh, it's horrible. And I was out there I was 17, hallucinating, going like about to die. And I just remember Hedman was there. Hedman uh, Madrazo from Valley Running Company. He says, Orly, what? I'm going to do something. Just don't worry. Okay. I didn't care anymore. He just, I was like, squatting <laughs> down. He just pulled back my, pulled open my back of my shorts and he just dumped that ice in there. <laughs> but it helped you finish uh, yeah cooling that core because you know your, your spinal <laughs> cord goes down in there and that woohoo so, uh, that's yeah i mean helps. for those of you who really don't like you know looking like a drowned rat don't do summer races that's stupid okay sorry because you're gonna you're gonna you know and and so sweat. You, you're gonna feel gross yeah, you're just gonna have to like, whoa, hey, there goes a hair. Um, you're gonna have to like throw that, you know, uh, what do you call it? You know, like your 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 sense of decorum out the window. You know, um, I'm trying to think of what else there is that that people should know. Um, I mean, also, I think do not. Okay, <laughs> I learned this the hard way. Don't freeze your um, pack. Okay, so if you've got like a you know a vest. And it's okay to freeze the, the pack itself, okay? Don't freeze the hose because if you do, nothing will come out of the hose. I discovered, Kathy was with me one time when I discovered this much to my horror. Um, so it's not a bad idea to freeze your bottles or your, um, you know, the little uh, hydration, you know, pack that you stick in the, you know, the bladder, sorry. The bladder, right. Thank you, I can't think of what it's called. Um, but not the hose. But not the hose. Yeah, because well, I mean, I mean, it's okay if you're down here and you know within half a mile the ice is going to melt. Well, I was if you're, a, if you're in a temperature where it's going to take a longer, longer bit of time for that ice to thaw. Yeah, probably not a good idea. No, but I did. I did that in the valley and it was bad. You yeah. <laughs> like, must have frozen it solid. I did. And it was like, oh my God. Yeah. So. Yeah, my, my my recommendation is not to freeze the hose. Um, but yeah, oh, okay. But uh, anyway, that's just my advice. Um, so what about because you know everybody's gonna be running two, three, four, fivers. And that's that's not too much of a hassle in the summer. But when you start getting into your long runs, ten plus, 10, yeah. So some recommendations for long runs. I would say, if at all possible, if you can split it. I know uh, both you and I are kind of advocates of why well, run a 20 miler in the hot summer when you can do 10 in the early morning and 10 in the evening and still get your mileage in, but at least stay healthy, right? Because uh, doing but, a 20 miler late in the morning or too early in the afternoon and you're, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough if you don't have water available, cold water, food. Things to keep you going, changing your socks, uh, having trail toes to lube all the parts that are going to be soaked uh, with sweat. So yeah, you want to be careful with all that. If you can, set a loop. If you're going to, if you must do a lot of miles, run a loop. Have yourself a little, little aid station with your vehicle yeah. or something. That's what we used to do, yeah. Your food and stuff. And then, you know, you come back to it and you can do all those things. I think splitting the day is kind of problematic though, because it's very easy to, you know, get to the evening and you're like, Oh no, I'm done. Oh, I don't need to do this. I, yeah, I'm tired. I'm, I'm, yeah. you know, I got stuff to do. Um, yeah, I think it's a bit of discipline. Yeah. 
Um, the other thing I recommend, this is what I used to do. I used to freeze, you know, small Gatorade bottles and like throw them in the bushes, like on second street. Like if you're going to do a big long loop is just to freeze bottles of stash your stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And just stash it somewhere. And I know it sounds ridiculous, but you know, if you don't have, you know, a loop that you can go back to and treat your car, like an aid station, you know, where you have a cooler, you know, full of, you know, stuff like, coke i love coke on long runs and you know gatorade and cookies and chips and all that you know fun stuff um yeah. but if you don't have any of that then you need to um you know think about options you know and, and yeah that's what right. i used to do <laughs> so yeah or i mean if you can find a loop that has quite a bit of shade in there that'd be also really nice to have some shade yes get out of that direct sun sunlight because man it, i know down here whoo man that's even right now already that sun hits you and like and it stings oh, already it stings it's hot I know. we went out running uh last sunday kathy and i in the afternoon i mean it was like 72 73 degrees felt great and we go to the park and no shade like uh no 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 because that sun was cooking yeah yeah no i get it i mean i was i think i got a little bit of yeah i got a little bit of little got bit a little of bit of a sunburn there. today even just yeah. my little six miler you know so it's like yeah be careful um yeah you can never carry too much water i don't think so <laughs> yeah especially if you're doing also carry salt tablets um i think that's also um salt stick that's that's the one i go to that's my go-to they're chewable um i think they might have an orange flavor and um yeah so don't yeah because otherwise your hands are going to puff up and you're it's gross yeah and you don't yeah. want to throw up yeah because i'm a puke i'm a puker okay I, I did not know this about myself until a few years ago when we did pedernales that one time <laughs> and you know there i was five minutes five minutes five miles from the finish of a 30k i could not continue i was delirious i was throwing up it was ridiculous and i was like i'd never had that happen and so you know dehydration is real so just try to you know stay you know you think you might be on top of it but just keep drinking you know well the thing is we think we're on top of it right but in our brain it's like okay what i drank will last two hours but out there yeah. It's gonna last 30 to 40 minutes. Right. And you're thinking in your head, no, I have enough for two hours. No, you don't. You have enough for about 30 minutes because you know you and I sweat. So if you don't keep fueling up, regardless of what you think in your head, then we get to that place where uh oh, it's too late. We're already past that point. Right. And yeah, I've been there too, where I'm like nauseated and I'm like, uh oh, this is not good. I'm behind. And wow. you know, you and I have learned over the years. Kind of what that feeling is like when you when we're getting to that. And I'm still like, learning. <laughs> well, sometimes you know the excitement and you think about the trail and you, think you don't about think it's that else. hot. Yeah. yeah and then, I mean, I was puking at Wild Hair a year ago, not this past year, but the year before. And I was like, "The hell is wrong with me?" You know. But it was just like you know, I just wasn't staying on top of it, even though it's slightly cooler. Um, also, yeah. just I think something to put in your your. Um, cooler drop bag or whatever is um watermelon watermelon is the greatest 
Watermelon is like ambrosia, man. It really is. When it's hot outside. You can get some cold watermelon. Woo, woo. It's good stuff. <laughs> yes. Uh, oranges and grapefruits are also very good. Um, you know I'm what? Like I've never tried grapefruit. Oh, it's uh, on running oranges for sure. Like at Snowdrop, they have those sun-kissed oranges. Oh my God. Yeah, grapefruit, if you can get the sweet kind. Yeah, you don't want to get those white, ooh, you know, because that's kind of nasty. But I don't know. I've I've just kind of found grapefruit to be okay. But um, but <laughs> I just remember the story somebody told of Pompilio, God love him, uh, at a at a Captain Carl's race, and they they had um run out of watermelon. And he took the picked up the tray and just just drank it. Just drank. Yeah, I think uh, David Dooney, David Zuniga saw that, or I think it yeah, was David, David or Ben. Yeah, Pinche yeah. Ben. Yes. Yeah, like they saw him just. Now you know everybody's hands had been in there, and he just. Well, this is pre-COVID, so nobody cares. Yeah, he just drinks Back that. Back then, tray we were just trail runners. You know, we didn't whatever juice was in that tray, he just drank it. Yeah, and I can understand that. I mean, I really can. Um, pickle juice is also a very useful. Um, yeah. helper um you know and it's funny because i think the first time i did pickle juice was completely by accident it was at rocky raccoon 50k probably about five six years ago and i stopped by the aid station and i saw this little you know snack cup and it was filled with this orange and not orange geez louise it was filled with this yellow liquid and it was not pee um and i thought ooh, mountain dew yeah uh because it sort of looks like Mountain Dew. It does. And I was like, did the whole shot. And I was like, Boom. and I was like, you know what? That's pretty good. It. Yeah. Well, it, it, helps. It, it saved me. Uh, Brazos has been 50 matter three years ago before COVID. Yeah. Because I was way behind. I locked up. My back was already like convulsing. The muscles were all, I was, this was after 50K. And I'm just like, Leaning on the on the beds, like ah, it was just everything was locking up, and I finally loosened up enough to kind of hobble through it. And here comes Steven Monty, coming down the back way, coming back tired. to me, dragging that tire. <laughs> hey, Orly, Steve, what's going on, Monty? He's like, ah, fine, blah blah blah. And I said, dude, I'm done. I'm gonna quit. What? Like I'm locking up. And he, you know, you hear the tire, and it stops. Nothing but silence. And he looks at me. Drink some pickle juice. It keeps going. I'm like, what? Like at the aid station. And then, where's the pickle juice? Right here. I just, man, I, I did down that the stuff whole, is amazing. I know. Thing. Don't knock it, folks. The whole thing. I think I did like probably two bottles. It could on two bottles. I just, I didn't like the taste, but I just drank it. And then, yeah, twenty minutes later. Yeah, I know. You I'm feel back like in, a back in action. Balloon so it works. Yeah. No, it it's works. great. It's great. Um, yeah. And I would have never imagined that. And I, I sometimes have people when I work um, at the aid stations, you know, and they're all just like, well, no, I don't want that. I'm like, don't knock it till you try there it. There for a reason. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so is there anything else you can think of? I mean, I think I've pretty much well, run through well, my inventory. Uh, uh, we talked about clothing, wearing a hat, wearing a visor, shades. You want to keep your eyes protected. Those of us that are getting a little older. We need to, you know, block those UV rays. So a, a nice pair of gooders. Hello, Shaker's gooders. Or sun, the other one that you wear. Sunski. Sunski. Shady rays. Any of those work. Uh, running slower. <laughs> Story of my life. <laughs> I mean, we're already slow, but can't much 
run slower. But for those of you guys that are fast and want, think you're going to go out six minute pace in the summer, in deep South Texas might want to back it off just a bit. No. Uh, running by effort. Right. Running by effort. Yeah. How does it yeah. feel? If you feel like, oh boy, then yeah, you need to watch, you know, pay attention to your body. Um, I also put here dew point. Oh God, the dope everybody point. talks about humidity, <laughs> but that dew point is part of the humidity and how how it will affect you, right? So yeah, in the valley, and, it's called the dope point. Yeah, yeah, and so down here in, in Mission McAllen area in the summertime, Ugh. that dew point, which means the actual temperature where a dew will form, is up in the like 77 degrees brownsville like 79 degrees right when that's that high and there's charts on the internet you can find they pretty much recommend for you not to run at all yeah uh, yeah it's too high for you to for your sweat to evaporate your sweat will stay on your body it will only evaporate so you're just you're just a mess and yeah. so in the winter time it's different that dew point might be at 59 right 58 57 but the temperature is also in there so it's a little cooler even though it's humid so you got to watch that in the summertime it's it's pretty dangerous when that dew point gets up above 74 75 well yeah you, well, i mean and it was very normal for it to be 77 you know and so we're all just like permanently you know so it's like you know what do we do start at like midnight <laughs> yeah so what we do or what i've done here in the in the deep south texas in the rio grande valley is run in the evenings because even yeah. though even though it's still 95, 94 at 7 p.m., but the dew point is down 71, 70, 72 instead of 78, 77. I know. I'm so jealous. The dew point is lower. I know. I'm so jealous of people that live like in the high desert because it's like they don't understand any of this, you know, and so it's like people. <laughs> and and this, this kind of crazy dew point goes from down in the Rio Grande Valley all the way up through central Texas. So, I mean, Oh yeah, no, I mean, like it's, you get it here. It it's not, it's not here. as bad, but it's pretty bad. I mean, yeah, and then you get into the, like in the Carpen Carls races, you get out of the open into inside the canopy where there's no wind helping you uh, evaporate that sweat. And it gets challenging. It I does. mean, for us slow guys, right. I'm sure the fast guys, they get in and out. They're not, they don't worry too much. Okay. They're, so they're not out there all night. Yeah. Yeah, but us guys that are out there a while, man, it, it's tough. It's yeah, tough. I was just talking to someone earlier who lives in Tallahassee and uh, Florida, and uh, we were talking about humidity in Florida versus, you know, here and like what the weather is like. And I'm like, you know, it's funny. It's like, I never thought of Texas as a humid place, you know, having come from Florida. Right. But oh my God, once you adapt, it's insanity. And, and like, it's just, it will kill you, you know? And so... <laughs> I mean, I think some of it's climate change, but um, sorry, Hazel's just sort of like, uh, anyway. Oh, <laughs> a goon. He's bounding in front of the camera in just a minute. No, no, he's he's happily on the floor. He's doing what he does. But anyway, uh, what else do you have? Anything? Uh, that's pretty much what I have is take it all in stride in the summertime. Uh, I mean, unless you have like a super major race that you're trying to qualify for or something, then of course, you know, you got to do your then train you for it. Yeah. Your thing, right. But if you don't have to, uh, I know several of, of, of my friends down here, we're backing off, you know, Boston is over. So we're backing up. We're still training. Right. But we're backing off the pacing, just having more fun within the summer, staying cool as much as possible, drinking. And then even when you're done right, uh, running, 
you're at home lying around water water, oh, yeah. water, water drink keep that hydration going throughout the I'm, day because it'll sneak up on you yeah i was to say because i've come home after i remember like years ago when we were running on second street like in the evening and like after like a you know 10 12 mile or something i'd come home and it'd be like you know nine o'clock on a Saturday night and I'd just be like throwing up, you know, and it's like, good gotten already have chills, you know? So it's like, yeah. And that's dehydration. So just be really, really, you know, cognizant of that and uh, you know, don't un underestimate that. But I think, you know, staying on top of salt and, you know, hydration and your um, calories, I think, you know, those are the, that's the magic triangle. Oh, and also like, uh, you know, what, what electrolytes are you using? Are you using like the, the normal stuff, like Powerade, Gatorade, or are you going into some of the more uh, exclusive stuff like uh, Tailwind, Scratch, mm -hmm. Liquid IV, those products yeah. work, you know, and it's all up to your taste and how much you need to take in. But all that's good stuff, too. But I think the big key is to always practice with it before you do a race. Right. Yeah, because uh, once again, you never want to try something new at a race. Um, you know, I mean. Yeah, sometimes you can take that risk and it might work out and that's fine. Um, but most, you know, some of the time it's going to probably not work out in your favor. So anyway, yeah. for what it's worth. So. so that's running in the heat, man. All right. All right. Well, Hundo, thank you so much. And I'm sorry about the internet problems I had earlier. Yeah, uh, nobody else knows about that. But yeah, I was just like, all of a sudden my internet went out. I was like, what the world? You know, <laughs> anyway. Happens. I know. Anyway, it happens anyway. So, uh, all right, well, we'll do this again soon. And, uh, thank you guys so much for listening and watching. <laughs> anyway, and I'm, I'm glad to see, um, Piglet is working out well with, uh, Blanche. Oh yeah. That's my boy. The kitties. My boy. Oh, he's your boy. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah he, if I'm not, on, if I'm not lying down, he's on my side of the bed. Oh, lying down. So cute. I know a little guy yeah he is he's a goodie yeah so anyway unfortunately it looks like we're gonna have i've got four pregnant girls right now and i'm just like oh i keep trying to get them all fixed but it's just like i just don't have enough you know appointments to do all this so it's like oh. anyway that's my cat colony story that's another <laughs> podcast um anyway all right hundo thank you so much as uh, always it's a pleasure yeah same all right i'll talk to you soon all right bye bye Bye. All right. Oh, good. And the dogs started barking. <laughs> anyway, hope you hope you found something interesting and informative out of that episode. Um, it's always fun. I, I always like, you know, these episodes where it's not just me sitting there talking. Um, my running actually is getting a little better. I don't know what happened. I think some of it is, is I wasn't running very much. And so I went up to Fort Worth and I uh, ran Saturday morning. I did just like almost, almost four. And I found a park, it was called Trinity Trails. And it's just this paved thing that runs along the, I think the Trinity River. And um, I think it's flatter up there. Because my pace was looking good. And I mean, I kept getting hit, you know, stop by stoplights. Um, and, uh, you know, occasionally I'd stop and walk. But I mean, my pace, uh, you know, for that was like 12 something, which for me at this point in my career is like, wow, that's pretty good, you know? And then I ran yesterday. Um, I did six miles out here um, on the Greenway. And I um, I think my pace was, you know, again, 12 and change. You know, so I was like, I don't know what's going on here, but um, I'll take it. And, you know, and it's feeling good. So, um, so there's that. Uh, this weekend, I'm going up to Ohio. 
and I'm going to be participating in the uh, equal, equal vernal equinox. That's it, the equal vernox. Anyway, uh, yes, in my hometown of Batavia, Ohio, and um, very excited to go up there. I don't think the weather's going to be all that great. It's going to probably be cold. Um, hooray, you know, just when we finally get out of it here, I get to go someplace where it's Kind of how it was what i was trying to escape but oh well what are you going to do um but it'll be great to see my family i fly it on thursday i think the race is on saturday um and i'm running the eight hour version and again remember i'm not going to be running running the whole thing i'll probably run walking um but my my goal is to get more than a marathon so you know so i can at least you know reclaim my ultra status and uh so that's that's the plan um yeah, and um, so I come back on Monday next week. So probably next week's podcast will be, you know, a recap of that exciting event. So uh, the forecast is looking a little bit better because, boy, for a while it looked like it was like eighty-five percent chance of rain, and I was like, oh, that's not going to be fun, you know. But it looks like it's getting better, so I'm relieved. <laughs> so um, anyway, I think that's all I've got for now. I will see you next time. Have a great week. <laughs>